If you've been listening to the Truest Fan Blueprints, you know that Phil and I want to see you, our listeners, succeed. And that's one of the reasons we've created a brand new program called the Truest Fan Roundtable. It's your way to take a test drive of our coaching and mentoring process, a process that will help you take your business and your life to new levels of success. And you can try it out for free. Just go to truestfancoaching.com forward slash free dash access and sign up. That's truestfancoaching.com forward slash free dash access. I hope to see you there. The more discipline you have towards something, it's like the callus. It's going to develop and that is going to be repeated. You'll be able to continue to plug into that discipline no matter what it is in your life. But if you don't have that, you're never going to make it because nobody will have enough excitement to keep them motivated. But discipline and the desire, that will carry you through. What could a listener today take from this conversation? Look at those priorities that you're working on, that you said were really important to accomplish your goals this year or this week or in this sprint. Are you really sticking to them or were you just motivated to create a plan but weren't convicted to have the discipline to follow it through? Welcome to the Truest Fan Blueprint a podcast for financial advisors and other professionals looking to get the most out of yourself and your business. I'm Rob Brown, and my partner Phil Calandra and I promise to walk you through a journey that will allow you to take action in your business and your life so that you can be the best that you can possibly be. Thanks for listening. Hello again, and welcome back to another edition of the Truest Fan Blueprint podcast. That's a mouthful. It is. I'm Phil Calandra, and I've got my partner with me, Rob Brown. Hey, Rob, it's good to see you again. Yep, always good being with you, Phil. I've got my uh, my grandpa shirt on today, um, for those of you who are watching this on uh, on YouTube. I like that. I like that. Speaking of likes, if you're enjoying the podcast Please give us a like, give us a share, give us your feedback. We're open to topics. We're open to making this the best possible podcast and communication platform for you and for our community. So please feel free to do that. And today, Rob, we're talking about something that I think really hits in so many different aspects, so many different corners and pieces of our lives, whether it's our family our businesses, our lifestyle, and that is the difference between motivation and discipline and discerning the differences so that you can make maximum use and reach maximum success out of it. And I found this, Rob, interesting. Uh, you know, sometimes social media can provide you some good information. And I found this brief synopsis of the difference between motivation versus discipline. So I'm just going to read it out for, for our listeners. Uh, and then we'll kind of dive off of that. But 
motivation comes from the natural human drive to achieve something. Motivation doesn't last forever, no matter how much you want something. It's a temporary effect created by the brain to boost you in the right direction. That's motivation. Now, the converse, the opposite of that, or what we're going to discuss is discipline. And discipline is the ability to continue pushing in the right direction when you no longer have motivation doing it for you. Discipline is far more important than motivation, and you should never rely on motivation alone. I don't know about you, Rob, but I really found that kind of separation of those two ideas fascinating, and it hit me right between the glasses and eyes. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, no, absolutely, because, well, a couple of things. One, the idea that motivation doesn't last, uh, because I think a lot of times we perpetuate in the way that we think about what we're doing or the way that we're encouraging others that, that we can constantly stay motivated. And that would be like, you know, you know, a football player, uh, you know, NFL player on, on Sunday, you know, who's totally motivated for the three hours that game lasts, having that same level of intensity and motivation during the week. It just, it just doesn't last. And I think that's a, that's a great thing to think about because I think it's easy to feel like we just need to stay constantly motivated. And that's, that's impossible if, if you buy into what you just read. Yeah, and I think the corollary word to motivation is excitement. So it's really easy to get excited when you're starting something new or, you know, maybe it's parenting. You're excited to be a new parent. It could be a new diet plan because uh, you're going on a cruise in two months. could be in a business pursuit. So motivation is temporary and it's geared or, or kind of ramped up because of our own excitement. But then what happens when the excitement wanes, right? You're going to slip back into probably your predetermined habit cycle or predisposition of a particular area. Yeah, no, that's that's totally right. You know, I've, I've been asked before when I'm talking to a potential client in the coaching work that we do, you know, what's your success rate? And I always say my success rate is 100%. I have never had a client fail. And that sounds kind of bold, but maybe there is a little footnote to that. That's only the clients that come on board. And when we set out in our initial engagement, what they want to work on, that they actually do it. Because if we, if they get really excited and say, I'm going to hire a coach, this is going to be awesome. Um, and then they don't do what we agree to do together. The relationship just ends. It's 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 not a failure. It never really gets started because the motivation just you know dies within that first couple of conversations. But when you stick right. with it, you had the discipline to do the thing that you put together in the plan that maybe came from the motivation to start the relationship in the first place. It keeps going, and then success always happens. Yeah, and I think back in my own kind of journey in several different areas. Uh, you know, I lean on my endurance racing and fitness pursuits as an Ironman, and it paints a picture for me even as I go forward from it. But after the initial excitement wears off, 
after you've signed up for the race or you've made the commitment to yourself and publicly stated the commitment, what ends up happening when the excitement wears off is then you compromise. You begin to lose that sense of urgency. You, you let your foot off the gas. Uh, you miss a workout and then you miss two workouts and then you miss three workouts. Same thing could be on the diet plan, right? You start out with full intention of following the eating plan and then you have one cheat meal and then it turns into two cheat meals. The whole weekend was a cheat and then you discover, wow, this isn't working out. Uh, I'm not losing any weight or I'm not gaining any fitness. There's no way I can complete the marathon or the Ironman or whatever. And then what do you do? You quit. You give up. That's our human nature. I talk about that so much. It's just the way God kind of knitted us together. It's not natural nature. It's human nature. Right. Uh, and you have to break that apart. Yeah, absolutely. Because we want to, because at that point I was thinking you blame it on the diet. That's a bad diet. No, it was probably just a bad implementation of the diets. You know, I think about um, some of the activities that I encourage my clients to engage in that will help them achieve goals. And what fascinates me sometimes is like we will come up with a strategy, a very simple strategy, like uh, we want to increase our referral. So what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that um, twice a week when we're having uh, meetings with clients, we're going to have a professional, elegant referral conversation. That's how you can promote referrals and grow referrals. And what will invariably happen is um, they will commit to that and they'll do it for three, four weeks and we talk about it. It's like, yeah, this is great. I'm having great conversations, getting some great introductions. We've got some meetings coming up because of those conversations. And then right. a couple of months later, we'll talk about the results for the sprint or the quarter that we were in. And I'll find out that the referrals died off. And I'll go, well, well why did that happen? What did you do? And invariably, they just stopped doing it. The Even the motivation of having success with the discipline of doing it sometimes isn't enough to keep that process going. Yeah. So it would be the, the solution here for our listeners. The solution is maintaining a high level of discipline to have that referral conversation. And it's kind of like I, I was having this conversation with my brother-in-law just the other day. My niece is a junior in high school. So you can imagine what a 16, soon to be 17 year old is going through. And we were talking about how to create in a young person the idea of discipline and not being afraid to fail. So I have a point to my story here, but we were talking about the repetition of success. The more you have success at something, it's like it's like raking leaves. We're coming into the fall and guess what happens in the fall, Rob? The leaves come off the tree. I don't live in an area where there's any leaves, thank God, because I don't like to rake. But if you hold a rake for two, three, four hours, a couple of days consecutively, guess what happens to your hand? You either you get a blister a little bit and then it forms a callus. And my, my metaphor to my brother-in-law is like, the more she does these things, being bolder, standing in front of groups, she's in the chorus, she's, she's fearful about singing in front of people. The more she does that, the more she develops this callus. And it, I, I, I'm thinking this 
story through in my mind as I'm telling it, because that's the same thing for our listeners between motivating themselves and being disciplined with themselves. The more discipline you have towards something, it's like the callus. It's going to develop and that is going to be repeated. You'll be able to continue to plug into that discipline no matter what it is in your life. But if you don't have that, you're never going to make it because nobody will have enough excitement to keep them motivated. But discipline and the desire, that will carry you through. Same thing with your, you know, coaching for referrals. You, you got to keep doing it or don't expect the results to come. Yeah. And and I think, you know, when I talk about how that discipline can even fade because you're not even getting motivation <clears throat> from success, uh, I was thinking as you were talking, you know, that's when you need to look at the callus on your hands. That's when you need to, to take some stock of the fact that the discipline is working, which in and of itself should motivate you to keep going because you've you've strengthened yourself to be able to do that thing, whether it's building those referrals or raking those leaves, uh, whatever, right. whatever that endeavor is. Well, and I don't think that people realize when they're in the moment, we're in the middle of it, that it's going to take the extra step of and then and the discipline to see it through. And I'm no different than anybody else. I mean, our, our listeners don't feel like I always have unlimited amounts of discipline. I don't either. I fall back and then I have to pick myself back up and say, okay, here's what I set out to do. Is this really a priority? Is it really a, important for me to achieve this outcome? And then I would say, yes, it is. And I have to master that emotion. I've heard it said, you know, mastering the mundane. It's the mundane things that you have to get complete control over. And I think that this makes all the difference. Uh, we're, we're coming up on time, Rob. Is there anything else that you wanted to kind of get out to people in the separation between motivation and discipline? Yeah. As, as I was preparing for our conversation today, Phil, I was um, doing some reading and a great quote came up. It says that motivation is doing what needs to be done when you want to do it. Discipline is doing what needs to be done when you don't want to do it. And I, and I mentioned that here at the end, because like the social media post that you mentioned early on, it creates that stark contrast and causes us to maybe to think more about, you know, when are we falling prey to allowing our motivation to kind of rule our days versus saying, you know, each day I need to have some discipline about what it is I'm trying to accomplish. And, you know, as we help clients create their quarterly sprint with their action items that they're working on, it requires that discipline to keep going back and doing it over and over again. So I think maybe as a, as a takeaway, so, you know, what could a listener today take from this conversation? Look at those priorities that you're working on, that you said were really important to accomplish, you know, your goals this year or this week or in this sprint, if you're following al along in our, in our process. And are you really sticking to them or were you just motivated to create a plan, but weren't convicted to have the discipline to follow it through? And if there's something that you said you want to do, do it. Do it now. Start. Get that discipline going because we all have those things in our lives. None of us are perfect and we could have conversations about motivation and discipline um, 
for hours uh, or for every week, probably, because um, it's, it's, it's a constant, uh, a constant battle to stay focused on those things, those disciplines that we need to do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I love that. And I love that quote, Rob, that hits it squarely on the head. And that's a good place to wrap it up for today. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please like it, share it, give us your feedback. Uh, We love giving you this information and we look forward to talking with you again. And as we always say, we are rooting for your success. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Truist Fan Blueprint. If you want to learn more, head over to our website, truestfan.com. On the site, you'll learn more about becoming a Truist Fan. You'll also find today's show notes and links to the other gifts and resources we talked about during this episode. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, we're rooting for your success.